Welcome to the Bearing Fruit Podcast, where we will be discussing the simplicity of Christianity. This is a production of Simply Free Church in Lanark, Illinois. Now here's your host, Pastor Glenn Scott. Good morning. Advent. Guess what week it is? Three. That is the joy candle. And it's actually pink because in the culture, the pink represented or symbolized. Um, so guess what we're going to talk about? Joy. What do you do to find joy? And I don't want you to shout out. Just think about in your head. What, what do you try? What do you, what do you keep going for? Or is it just something that goes from one thing to another to another to another? That's, that's how my life was. I just kept trying all the time to find this joy. And then I thought, okay, maybe I'm trying to find peace. And what's the difference between joy and peace? Right? But it's all just kind of one consuming Holy Spirit that gives this to us. He reflects it, and we're supposed to reflect it back. During this Christmas season, I know a lot of people that don't think it's very joyful. A lot of people are hurt, and I'm, I'm sorry. I really am. But you can find joy in all the different trials and what people are going through. When you're grateful, you find the joy. But can we be a source of that joy for somebody else? And that's really what I want to talk to you about. Um, you know, you, you go up to somebody and you say, what's, what's Christmas all about? And the world, I'm going to give you some examples of what the world say here. Um, help those in need. And of course, we, as God's children, we're in need. Giving to others. Yeah, that's Christmas. And God gave to us. Bring joy. God brought us joy through Jesus. Be kind. God couldn't have been kinder to us because we don't deserve it. Bring people together. That's what Jesus did. He wanted us to get together all these things that the people say, the, the worldly people, are so true if you just think about it, what it really is. This is a perfect time to teach your child all those things that the world claims Christmas is and explain these things to them. They're all true. That's what Christmas is all about. But if you don't put God the Father and Jesus in them, you just have another ceremony or celebration. I'm trying to make a difference. And I want you guys to do it with me. We can do this. So, is Christmas about joy? This is the third week of Advent, and we went through them all right. We did the first one was hope, and uh, the second one was preparation. And this week it's joy. And you've got to go back in the culture and understand what was going on here. They're waiting for the Messiah to come. And they had this understanding that this Messiah was going to make them a great nation put their enemies under their feet. They thought that this Messiah was going to come and give them everything they wanted. And they had it all wrong. They were going to save the. They, they thought that he was going to save them. And he was. But save them from themselves. They didn't understand it. So they had this hope that the Messiah was going to come. And then they prepared for it. And they also were joyful that he was going to come. And what most churches do is prepare you in a way for the second advent, the second coming. Advent is the first coming. Second advent is the second coming. And we should also have this hope, be prepared, and have joy that this is going to happen. 
this joy, it's not so much a constant joy, but what it is is a joy is actually explained as a state of happiness. Now, now think about this. A state of happiness would be a place that you were at. Are you at a place where you have joy? Now, it might not be every day, and I'm not saying we, we have to be this person that just rolls over and plays dead. Mistake kindness for weakness. We can have the hope. We are prepared, and we can have this joy. And this joy is a state that you become. It's something, uh, it's a character that you now have. You have accepted Christ into your life, and the Holy Spirit's come to live in your heart. And these are the things that you should have. Love, peace, joy, goodness, gentleness, kindness, faithfulness, patience, and self-control. I'm not doing very good with that last one. How are you guys doing? These things should already be in your heart. And you should be working towards getting better at them. And they should be exposing themselves to you in ways that maybe you hadn't seen before. So where is this joy? Where is this joy that you have? This is part of your character now, part of your, your very being. It's a state that you're in. It's a level that you're at. Do you have it? Did anybody show any evidence of it this morning? It's easy to come in here, right? I mean, I love you all. This, this is just a blast for me. And I get joy from all you guys coming in here on Sunday morning. But what about tomorrow morning? What about the next day? This is a state that you become, a level that you become. It's a part of your character that comes out of you. Are you there? Would somebody say that this week they saw you and said, I can see the joy in you? Or would they say, uh, you got some work to do. Where do you get it from? Where does it come from? How can I get it? How do I know if I have it? Put up John fifteen nine through 11. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this, so that you, that you have my joy and that it may be complete. So what I want to talk to you about is actually how you're going to get this joy. And I also want to talk to you about how you're going to give the joy because you should already have it. If you don't have it, let's talk a little bit more about it sometime. But if you don't produce it, do you even have the Holy Spirit in you? If you have the joy, you should reflect the joy. But can somebody see the joy in your life? Do you reflect that? Is there any evidence of the fruit of the Spirit in your life? How are you guys doing? You got any evidence? You showing any evidence? This joy is part of you. You've accepted Christ. Holy Spirit lives in your heart. Oh, and you tell everybody that, right? I see it on Facebook. I got defriended the other day, by the way. <laughs> as soon as they find out I'm a pastor, you're all. <laughs> right? Because I hammer people. Because we can change the world. You should already be changed. You should already know all this stuff. Do you cause joy? You can you can be kind, you can be gentle, you can be loving, and it causes joy. It's a reflection 
of your, your state of happiness. We can do this for other people. Here's a good example of how someone else causes joy. But therefore, whoever drinks the water I give will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. If you think about this, Jesus took an example of a glass of water and turned it into a well in somebody else. This is multiplying the joy. This is the joy that we could produce a little bit of, and maybe they would go out and produce a lot more than us. It's a domino effect, and it's very contagious. Everybody's worried about contagious things these days, right? Why aren't you worried about that? Joy is contagious, and you can cause it. It's not something that's given to you. It's something that is caused. Why aren't you causing joy? Here's another way that you can actually get joy. is actually in community like this, in fellowship. And I'm going to read a couple of verses here. I have much to write to you about, but I do not want to use paper and ink. Instead, I hope to visit you and talk with you face to face so that our joy may be complete. Complete joy. What he's saying here is it's more joyful to see you face to face. And that kind of joy will make them complete. How about Philemon? Um, it's verse 7. Your love has given me great joy and encouragement because you, brother, have refreshed the hearts of the Lord's people. Have you ever seen anybody talk to somebody else about church and it just makes you smile? It just gives you this joy. So I had a meeting this week and uh, one of my good friends came and was going to be part of this meeting. And, you know, it turned out we, we started talking about what we were initially talking about. And the guy says, would you guys have a couple minutes? I said, sure. He said, I want to know about church. And this thing, now I have a privilege to talk, right? So did my friend. And boy, we let him have it. And he was just beaming. He was, he was on fire. This is the kind of joy that can be caused. I saw it in him. And when we were done, my friend and I were like, wow, was that cool or what? This is a joy that is complete this isn't something that a new car can get you, or in my case, a new motorcycle. I just kept trying them, right? You buy one, and that ah, kind of wears off after a while. Get another one, that kind of wears off. These are all short-term things. That kind of joy is complete joy. Neither one of them will ever forget that. God caused it. Not me. Not my friend. Not the other guy. God. We... We're available to him to use, to reflect the joy that was in us already to somebody else. Can you do that? Are you ready for that? Are you prepared for that? That's what we talked about last week, being prepared to be used. Not prepared to get something. So this week, as much as you're seeking joy, maybe you should try to cause some then you'll get the joy. This is something that you get back from causing something. 
if you don't have any joy in you, if you want to know how to find this joy, go out and produce some, and then you'll find it. It'll come back to you. And that's the kind of joy that is so complete, so fulfilling, that you want to do it again and again. I'm not trying to turn you all into preachers and pastors. I'm trying to prepare you for Christmas when somebody talks to you about Christmas. Are you prepared to talk to them? Are you prepared to tell them where the joy is that you have? Are you prepared to tell them where the hope is that you have? Are you prepared to tell them how to prepare for the preparation that you've already done? Or are you just going to say Merry Christmas? Thank you for saying that. At least that says volumes. You put Christ in Christmas, it means you're a Christian, right? Where's your joy? Where did it come from? How are you trying to get it? And maybe you're not looking in the right place. Do you try to cause any joy? You know, sometimes we get together with our families and there's actually, uh, I can't look at anybody when I say this or you'll think I'm talking about you. How many times do you get together with your families and one of them is just a joy sucker? <laughs> huh? Just suck the joy right out of you. Every family's got one. Maybe you guys are all better than me. I don't know. I talked to you a couple of you this week and wanted to know how to handle the joy sucker. <laughs> Maybe he needs some joy from you. But you know what I want to make sure you're not is the joy sucker. You have a choice. You have the privilege to choose whether you want to give joy, cause joy, and get it back, or whether you're going to be the joy sucker. You're going to be the one that just, whatever anybody says, I'm going to just suck the joy right out of it. Now, nobody actually says that, do they? Nobody thinks that way. You have to understand to get the joy that you're looking for, you need to cause it first, and then it'll come back to you. If you're into this Christianity thing, just give me joy. Give me joy. I want joy. I need joy. I'm trying to find joy. That's not what Christianity is about. But when somebody comes to you this year and says all these things about Christmas, we got great one-liners, don't we? Helping those in need. We all needed the help. We could not get to eternal life by ourselves. Giving to others, we got given to. Bring joy to get the joy. Bringing people together. It's what Christ did. This is Christmas. And all these things that the world say are so true. And I want you to be the joy that people are looking for this year. It's about helping others. We needed the help. And God provided it. And can he use you to do the same thing? So in everything... Do to others what you would have them do to you. Everybody knows this, right? How's it working for you? Because we don't do it very well. If you want somebody else to treat you the same way that you've treated others, why don't you try to give them a little joy? Maybe they'll give you joy. This is actually going back and forth to the point where you have to give it to get it back. It's the only kind of joy that's actually complete. Luke 2.10. I'll leave you with this. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy to all the people. He 
caused the joy. And we're supposed to cause that same joy. Go cause joy like, and it'll just, it'll just reflect back on you, and pretty soon you will be so full of joy because you caused it first. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for the joy that you brought to us through your son, Jesus Christ. He's the only one that can give us that complete kind of joy. Father, we did not deserve the gift. And this Christmas, let us make sure that we let people know that this is a joyful time and that we can help them find that joy. God, thank you for the hope. Thank you for preparing us. We are ready. Let's use this as a stir-up Sunday to go out and bring the world joy just as you sent your son to do it. It's in his name we go and do it. Amen.